life is free But you can give it to the birds and bees I need some money Need some money Oh yeah What I want All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. Patrick takes songs from a particular soundtrack, um, takes those songs, plays them for us, and based on the selections, we are to gather clues and hints that lead us to the feature film of midweek movie music. Hard thinks he's got it. Give it to us. Is this Ray? Nope. It's not Ray. That was good. I thought Ray Charles who I thought I was like, this ain't Ray though. I, 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 let me give you, let me get it. It is a sports movie. What? It is a sports movie. Wow. Oh. Oh God. It's something about basketball because March Madness is starting. Yeah. yeah. Is it um blue chips? It is blue chips. No, yeah. well blue done. chips coming in since March Madness is I like here. That. Yeah. The stuff. I yeah. figure it's going to be a hard one to pick, but there's some good songs there. This is when there. they were looking for Shaquille O'Neal in yeah. the woods, and he was yeah, ducking look. in that, that mm. gym. If yeah. you think basketball movies and I need some money, Blue Chips should be at the top of the <laughs> list. Yeah. Yeah. Blue Chips <laughs> is, yeah, you're right. I don't remember any of the songs from Blue Chips, but yeah. it was a good basketball movie, though. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Nick Nolte. Yep. Good quality yes. uh, scene at the end for Nick Nolte. One of the great kind of um, just random rants. If you will, just a great monologue that he has at the end there. Yep. Where he talks about the money and everything. And how the game is just kind of yeah, passed. Yeah, and he's in front of the, yep. the media and everything, throws all the guys under the bus. Yep. That is a fantastic scene. I could yep. watch that scene, honestly, right now, and it still give me some goosebumps. That might have been Nick Nolte's greatest acting job. Yeah. I don't know if I've yeah. seen Nick Nolte better as an actor it, it, than he was in that last scene of Blue Chips. I, it, it, he, it, to me, it seemed like. He felt it like it was that to me, man. You, I got almost a like a visceral reaction from it. It was fantastic. That was yep. a great scene in Blue Chips. Anyway, uh, that's the midweek movie for midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. Uh, so you can always hit us up on the Spec Text line five one two three three seven three seven seven six. That's the best way to do it. You also can reach out to us via Twitter. Harge is at Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse. Uh, Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis in the Twitterverse. All right, so let's start with this report uh, about uh, Coach Coach Terry that I thought was um, pretty interesting. So um, I was uh, just doing some research, just looking around, and um, there was a, uh, a report about uh, the status of Coach Terry, and I believe it came from uh, Goodman, who is a basketball insider. He's one of the top guys, does a does a really good job. As a matter of fact, I was looking at random brackets, which also we'll get into the brackets here, I promise you. We'll get into some random bracket conversation, and we'll start to preview Texas versus Colgate. And thank God Patrick has got a chance to watch Colgate. I've done more research on Colgate, but, man, it's hard to be able to find games to watch Colgate. Uh, but we'll get into well, that. Well, as a degenerate I got a uh, chance yeah, to watch yeah, sure. a there lot of Colgate this yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. See, my man, there we go. So we got, trust me, that's more than most that, that had eyes on Colgate, man, because most people have not had eyes. So it's Jeff Goodman. He's the one um, that had this report. Um, so he says, and he had, he had this on his uh, field of 68, um, which I believe is uh, his the write-up, the article that he publishes. And he says, uh, with Texas, they're going to swing for one of the big boys 
if they don't hire Rodney Terry. He said if Rodney Terry goes deep, they're going to have to give it to Rodney Terry. They don't want to, he says. Just mm-hmm. Chris Del Conte doesn't want to ultimately. But he may have no choice if Rodney Terry goes deep second weekend or beyond. If not, they're going to try to swing for the fences. Uh, essentially, this is exactly kind of how we broke it down. And now, I, I hope it's not true that he doesn't want to hire Rodney Terry. Is that maybe that he's waiting to have all the information available before making the move. He wants to make the most informed decision that he possibly can. And part of that, in, that informed decision is how does Texas ultimately fare in the NCAA tournament in the big dance. Now with the expectations now being heaped on, that's a big part of it too. Yep. Cause now you got some of the, yep. a lot of the experts that are picking Texas to be in their final four. All right. You got Dickie V, yep. Alfonso Ellis, Seth Greenberg, Jay Billis, Reese Davis, uh, Seth Davis, Jay Wright, all, Everybody pick, got all picking Texas in the final four. I, the first time I've ever been able to fill out a bracket while getting deliriously drunk on the burnt orange Kool-Aid. Right. And I'm putting them in my, and they're in my final four. Are they in your final four? Yeah. yeah. Of course. Patrick, there in your final four? Of course. Of All right. course. See, every Longhorn's going to have him in the final four now. You're like, oh, yeah. well, if the experts are doing it, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Uh, but part of the reason we're drinking the Kool-Aid is because Rodney Terry's done a damn good job. Um, and, and obviously in a situation where he had to handle a crisis, and we've talked about Chris Beard, now hired at Ole Miss, actually had his introductory press conference yesterday, oh too. Oh, my gosh. So he's moving on. He's got him a head coaching job before Rodney Terry gets the official head coaching title mm-hmm. at Texas. So what are your thoughts about the report that – that you know that maybe the behind the, the folks behind the burn orange curtain may not want to hire Rodney Terry, but if he does a if he makes a run the tournament, they may not have a choice. He may not give them a choice if he takes care of business. Well, I love the fact that you know Jeff Goodman, who seems to be Chris Beard's right hand man and always the one that reporting everything about Chris Beard. Remember all the stories that have ever come out of the University of Texas for a while were coming from Jeff Goodman. Jeff Goodman was getting a lot of information from mm. Chris, Chris Beard. Okay. And I've talked to enough people to know that he's getting a lot of information from the inside. And for them to be able to say, for him to actually say that Chris Del Conte doesn't want to hire him and they want to go for a big name, that, that's what we all were talking about from the very beginning, though. It's not, that, that, to me, was not breaking news. The breaking news is the fact that the pressure that Rodney is putting on him, the pressure that we're starting to see by the team winning because I wasn't here when we came back that Monday, so mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to talk to you guys about it. How how clutch was that win? That that was a big win. It was a huge and people, win. the first thing they say, well, they didn't have Bill Self. Well, a lot of people can say, well, Texas didn't have Chris Beard the well, entire no, year, and right. I get tired of hearing all mm-hmm. that. You still got a hoop. No, and it's funny because if you listen to the commentary, Fran Fraschilla made this reference twenty times during the weekend. He's like, doesn't this team look exactly like how they look with Bill Self on the sideline? Right. Like they're they they did a lot. Bill Self maybe could have called weekend. a timeout at a different exactly. point. But they were just getting outplayed when no. McC- McCullers was out, Timmy Allen was out. And McCullers being out, huge benefit for Texas and the fact that they didn't have a empowering force on rebounds. All that it can be washed out. It doesn't matter. You have to go in and play the, the game. Yep. That's what the march is about. Is yep. going in, beating up, and playing the games. He did it. Now, I can see on one side, while well, Chris Del Conte, I don't think as much now, but maybe if this is rumors from a while going in. Could be. Mm-hmm. Chris Del Conte is a fundraiser. Yep. Rodney Terry, I don't know if he's as much of a fundraiser. And so there could be, hey, man, I like a coach who works better with, you know, with the system. 
Uh, uh, Rodney Terry's a basketball guy. He's a great basketball guy, but I need a coach like that. Booster donor. What what friendly what, guy. What was concerned me the most in that piece was well, they're going for the bigs. Most of the bigs won't come. And then they're looking at a guy like Steve Forbes, Wake Forest's coach. Right. Who, who doesn't have a great resume. Like he's basically an up and coming guy, but he was an assistant a few years ago. Like yeah. this is not a guy that you think, oh man, we need to get rid of Rodney Terry who's winning us games and everybody loves for a guy that we're taking a shot at who couldn't win the ACC on a really down year. I, I just, I, I don't, that name really threw me off that if it's like, if you say big name and that name, yeah. that's not a big that's name. That's not a big name. That may be a hot name. If <laughs> yeah. you want to say they're going after the hottest name, but Rodney Terry's, Terry's going to be a hot name. You hot name. And, and, you man, and I can understand Chris Oconte being a bit worried about Chris Beard trying to go full press on Texas and take away any players he can take away any coaches he can, any staff. That may all be in a play after the season. And so he's going, oh, man, we're going to have to try and Everyone's going to be coming for me for a raise now because everybody yeah. wants – if they because they're all going to get an offer from Ole Miss. Yeah, or at least true. their agents are going to say they did. I will say for these coaches, though, man, leave, leave – for. I don't know if they're married or anything, but getting your family to leave Austin – yeah. To go to Mississippi. <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> I gotta t- I'm just saying. Ain't wife, no hottie toddy yeah, over here. Yeah, wife play a big role in that. I guess you guys are like, hell no. Why did, if Rodney <laughs> Terry's here we got the job here, we staying here at all. Right. We're not moving to well, Mississippi. No, and if you want to be a head coach again, <laughs> if you want to be a head coach again, I would think that it would people would be more on side to say, hey, if you're coaching beside Rodney Terry, you're doing more than if you're coaching a song Chris Beard. I, I think that if the, the main thing, though, would be, that Rodney Terry is not the showman that Chris Beard was of he's not going to have the fireside chats and he's not going to have all that stuff that CDC really, really likes in a coach. It's the added value. The he's added a, value. He's an added value. And, and so yeah. I think that could be a reason that he would be trepidatious. However, if Rodney Terry wins in the tournament, that you can't. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, and, and and by the way, we just haven't seen Rodney Terry in that role. I mean, yeah, Rodney yeah. Terry can't do it. You probably can say, hey, Rodney, yeah. we need you to we need you to have you know a fan outreach type you know, programs in place. I'm sure Rodney Terry can. Create he's been it. good on Longhorn Weekly this year. Yeah, he's yeah. been really so, good with that. He's been really yeah. good with the media. He's been really good with the fans because the fans have been loving yeah. on him from day one. They, they didn't stop showing up. No, they didn't. They, they didn't. And, and, they the, did and, not and the players. Stop. Yes, I'm more important. The players love yes. him, and they're playing really hard for him. After they won, that was one of the things that every, stood out to everybody was that the players, they wanted everybody to know, we're playing for this guy, and he, we think he deserves this job. We want him to have this job. So interesting conversation. But, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, the, I, I think Patrick's right about a lot of the added value because also, you know, Chris Beard had a vision, a vision for how he wanted the team to look, a vision for how he wanted the program to look, a vision yep. for the, the, the outreach, the, connect, the net connectivity, if you will, with the fans. He had a vision for all that stuff. And hell, you know, was very close to executing that vision. Rodney Terry's picking up right where you know he left off and doing a great job with it. So also, I think uh, in addition to the things that Patrick mentioned, I think uh, CDC wants to see that vision. Or he wants to hear the vision. Like, give me the vision. What's your vision yep. yeah. for the program? Is the same vision that Chris Beard had? Well, if that's the case, then you know, then I wonder if you do have a vision or if it's just his vision. You know, what's your vision to build yep. this program? I guarantee you, he probably asked Sark the same thing. Like, hey, how are you gonna get us to a national title? And by the way, we're going to the SEC. So how are you gonna do it? Going through the SEC, the ecosystem of the SEC, how are we going to become a national championship program? And Sark said, all right, big humans. What? Big humans. I want big yeah. humans. I want them on the scrimmage. I want them on the D-line. He probably broke it down to him on that, 
you know, whatever, that phone call, whatever it may be. Yep. And I think that's a part of the pitch, too. What's the pitch? What's your vision? Give it to me. Well, Sell it. And, Sell it to me. And that's the thing, sir. Mm-hmm. And then I want to get the best weight room, and this is how I want to do the weight yeah, room. And this, the, is how we're, exactly. this is how we're going to get the money to do all that. Yes. I think that's a big part that's of a big it. a part of it. That Chris Beard helped build the Moody Center. And so when he's thinking of like, hey, man, we still got to do renovations in there. We still got to do – we want to build a new building. We want to do all this. We need a coach to help do that. And I, I could believe, too, that this information was probably a week or two old. Yeah, it probably was before they won the Big 12 yeah. tournament. So, so there yeah. could have been more into it of like, hey, man, uh, if I had my choice, we'd be getting a new guy and we could just start over and we could build up the way I want to. Instead of being put in a position where now I don't know what I have, but again, just winning this tournament. I like you know you're right about that. I think, you know, Ronnie, leave no doubt. Just <laughs> yep. get to the final four, leave no doubt. I think, and then I I believe CDC will gladly remove the interim tag. Uh, I like that this texter what this texter threw out here though, and it's a it's an interesting uh, text. He said, "Hey guys, a little known fact is CDC's secret passion is the basketball program. He's a basketball guy, so I think he secretly wants to shoot for the stars when it comes to a basketball coach. Getting beard was his dream get for a coach. If Coach Terry makes it to an elite eight, this discussion should be over with Terry getting uh, the." job yeah i i think i totally agree i think that's a, a good text there about yeah i don't know cdc's everybody's got a kind of a secret passion <clears> project <throat> and maybe it is because see chris beard did a great job of you know even the, the, the vision for the program and the mentality and the philosophy defensively that he wanted to have it was actually something that also worked symbiotically with the mood and and the moody and the culture of the mood and all yep. that kind of stuff, like he he thought it through. He went deep into my vision. This is how I want to execute it. This is the details of the vision, and I hope Rodney Terry is working on that sales pitch yeah. about his vision and the, the details whole of it. Family, <laughs> yeah, the family reunite then, the family. Exactly, yeah. With the early, yeah, you're right. Yeah. A great point about that too. He was big on no, no. I want to reach back mm-hmm. and and respect the legacy and history of Texas basketball and the fans. Only Texas fans, fireside chats, this kind of stuff. So I think as long as he has a detailed vision and he takes care of business, I think the job is Rodney Terry's. No question. Guys, we've been sitting here talking about this the entire time. All <laughs> I do is win. When you talk about championships, you got to put my name in there. That's all I want y'all to understand. I've been winning, baby. And I would love a Rodney Terry <laughs> impersonation contest. <laughs> For real. You get courtside season. You can do the best Rodney Terry impression. And you get all, all people get from all, all the everybody. Amenities, man. That's right. I think right. Hards would win that damn thing, by the way. He Hards would be courtside him and the fam, man. Because right. your Rodney Terry is Y'all on be point. Like, man, he's over here yelling at these players. And they look at the <laughs> We're going to do a, a hard Rodney Terry interviewing Rodney Mash Terry. Up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we'll we'll ask really him good. what's going on down for uh, real. All right, let's talk about Colgate since we got a little time here before right. we get to Hard Schnock Live. Let's talk about the, the Colgate Raiders, gentlemen, um, because that is their mascot. I, I'll, I'll tell you this, and I thought it was interesting. So I'll start from the kind of the, the, the betting side of things. I thought this was interesting because mm-hmm. Texas is, well, at least last time I looked at it, they were a 13-point favorite. That's too many points. Okay, so I, I just want to get your That's thoughts on it because points. you, okay, there you go. That's too many points. Texas is 1-11 against the spread in their last 12 NCAA tournament games, mm-hmm. including 2-8 and eight against the spread when the game is played past uh, the round of 64, uh, but 1-8 against the spread the last nine round 64 games. And if you look at Colgate, they played five NCAA tournament games. They're zero and five, so they haven't won an NCAA tournament game. But they're four one, four and one against the spread. Yeah, they're 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 one of those teams that you you look at them and you're like, man, we better than them. 
Like, as mm. soon as you see them, you're like, we're better than them. And then you start looking at how good they are from certain places on the field, I mean, on the court, and being able to do certain things. So it's one of those things where Texas has to play a complete game. We saw them finally play a complete game. Mm. We saw that happen. Can you put those together? And what is it? you got to win five games in a tournament, or is it six? Six, right? Six, six games in a tournament. So can you go 6-0? and oh, in the tournament, playing your best basketball game and holding your opponent. You were talking about Jason Kidd earlier, about how he wants people to go out there and play defense. This is You have to be unselfish now. You've got all your accolades. You've done everything you can possibly do. And I heard the story about the chain and him giving each mm-hmm. person a mm-hmm. chain link and mm-hmm. you got to be a part of this and we got to be tied in together. And that's great. I love it. And if that's what they're going to believe in and if that's the motto moving forward, let's do it. But you cannot let each other down in this situation. No egos. Nobody gets all of that 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 love that you possibly think you can get. You start looking at this team, they're shooting 51% from the field, 40% from three-point three, three land. They take eight threes a game. They're only shooting 65% from the free throw line, though. They make that, eight threes a game. That's what I'm right? – yeah, they make okay. eight threes yeah, per up, game. Yeah. That's right. But they only shoot 65% from the free throw line, which is something that you would be – you're surprised by that, right? You, you Most of those teams you would think would be better at free throw shooting. But Texas is right there with them on all aspects of it. And athletic-wise, I think Texas obviously is the most athletic team that's still there. But you still have to go out there and play. You still have to go out there and execute. And you can't look past Colgate. They won nine straight games. And they've been in convincing fashion. And they've won, I think, 20 of the last 21 games. Yes, yeah. they're 17-1 and they, and one in their conference. They, uh, If you look at it, they in their last two um, ga- tournament games, remember they, were, they had a lead. Yeah. They had a lead on uh, Arkansas, had a lead on Wisconsin. That's my point. And end up losing those games because it's hard for them with the talent disparity usually to play 40 whole minutes with a team. <laughs> right. But, man, they'll scare the hell out of you because of their three-point shooting. To Hardest point, hell, in 20, if you go look at it in 2021, they were third in Division One yep. in three-point percentage. 2022, they were second. And this year, they're first. Trending. That's a, exactly. <laughs> That's a pattern. There's something they're really, really good at. That's their calling card. Yeah, no, and they're a really good passing team. Yes. And that's the thing. They move a lot. But this goes back to if you focus for 40 minutes yep. and you just don't let the little mistakes of letting guys do back cuts on you and letting like guys Princeton. get open shots because they shoot really well, but they don't shoot a lot. They shoot open shots. Yep. And basically what they do is they run around, they get moved the ball around, and they go again, they get an open shot. Now, when you're playing really good defenses, that's a lot harder to get open shots. So Texas needs to focus, not let them get open shots, and that's when they're not going to shoot as many threes. That's when they're going to try and get the paint in. And then once you can get them behind far enough, they have to start shooting threes, which lowers the percentage because you're trying to take contested threes all the time. This is a game that is, if you don't focus – they can easily, because they're a good three-point shooting team and have some really good shooters on it, they can't get you. However, if you focus, they have no front court depth. They, they don't really have a ton of size and athleticism in the front court. So you should be able to eat around the basket all day long. So you don't necessarily have to be a good three-point shooting team against them. Uh, and then you have to be precise with your passes because they're going to jump passing lanes. Yep. It, that, so 
they understand they can't physically stand in front of you, so they're going to step back more. You, I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of zone uh, trying to get out there just to just to show Texas something different and not let them just use their athleticism to blow past some of these guys. Yeah, they they have to gamble and take risks to close the count the talent gap to close that gap, yeah. which means three point shooting a ton of mm-hmm. it, which that fits their DNA anyway. And I totally agree. They got to they got to steal some some possessions. Literally, they gotta just find a way to get some extra possessions, and that's how you pull an upset. So, uh, I don't like Cinderella; she's a gold digging skank. So, I also say this, <laughs> and they and, play and, be long before midnight, so they still yeah, got their slipper right. on, bro. I, right. I will, I will say this: they are a team that can turn the ball over, though. Yeah, they uh, this Colgate team does not have a lot of really good ball handlers that are going to protect the ball a lot. If you press them, they're going to bend a break. Put the so. So it, Texas does have a strong press. That is something that is that Cole Gates going to have to work through a lot in this game because they will turn the ball over and they don't have the athleticism to get back either. Yeah, yep. take Texas to win. Yeah, covering that number, I'm with Harge. That's a big number. That's a huge number. Saying, I'll and, tell you this: I wouldn't take it to cover. I would not take it to not cover either. I would not take Cole Gates to cover this game either. Yeah, no, because that, if yeah. Texas plays the way they play in the Big Twelve tournament, it's a thirty point game. That's true. So if out. they do, they are just mind-bogglingly more talented on the court than them. But they could easily slip because we've seen them do it plenty of times. Our yeah. night will be so much better if it is a 30-point game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and let's put it this way. They, uh, Colgate played one uh, ranked team uh, the entire season. They lost by 30. Yep. Yeah. They played two Power 5 teams. Uh, was it Syracuse? They played close. And they, play, and they played yeah, Auburn. Yeah. Auburn, and Auburn, Auburn, beat them. Auburn yeah. was the one that put an old Testament style bud whipping on them. All right. What you got coming up, Harch? Harch I want to let y'all know about your boy's trip to uh, Surprise, <laughs> Arizona. Surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> let me just tell you that. And I want to give you a little update on the Texas Rangers as we move forward because baseball season is right around the corner for the major leagues. All right. The, uh, the tales of Harsh, planes, <laughs> trains, and, and automobiles. Automobile. That's right. We come back right here on Ball Don't Lie, wonderful night in the horn. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, the main event of the evening for your entertainment and pleasure. Mike, you have to be so combative. Now, I probably wouldn't say this in front of white folks, but in front of your own speak my man. He has emotional anger issue problem. Hey, are you Dirty Mike and the boys? I'm Mike Lowry. Michael! Oh, that's funny. Michael! Welcome back to the midweek movie theme edition of Ball Don't Lie. The movie ended up being what, Patrick? Blue Chips. There it is, Blue Chips, since we're here for March Madness. My man Patrick doing a great job, as always. You can follow me on Twitter, at HardballHard. You can follow my man Rob Babers, at Rob Babers. And, of course, you can follow the man behind the glass, at It's Patrick Davis. We also love it when you're a part of the show. Hit us up on the Specs text line, 512-337-377. Seven six. Well, as everybody noticed, or maybe you didn't notice, that your boy was out of town for a little while. I went on a trip <laughs> mm-hmm. um, to Arizona with with the Round Rock Express for spring training at the Texas Rangers uh, complex in Surprise, Arizona. Trip was planned for a while and was real excited about going back. For those that don't know, I went to spring training with the Round Rock Express a few years ago, and it was it had been the first time that I went to spring training since I stopped playing. 
So I after I stopped playing, I didn't want to go to spring training. I didn't want to be at a training camp. I, I just that. I just didn't want to be around it because I'm watching all these guys having fun and I'm in mm-hmm. here not the one that y'all are cheering for or there <laughs> to see and just the just being around the game for a while, I, I kinda wanted to be away from it. But, you know, obviously being in this business, you kinda wanna get back into it and you get a chance to go around the fields, get to see people that you knew, played against, coached against, and uh, cool. just had a really, really good time. And you get to see all these different parts of the the the, the way that these guys are working now. The mm-hmm. game has changed so much. Yeah. Saw people with jackets on that were uh, like rib protectors, but they were to try to keep them balanced and they were working through certain things. Just all this new technology mm-hmm. that's involved and just being around the game and watching people walk around, it, it was really, really fun. That is cool. Had a great time. Um, but before that, <laughs> you, a lot went on. So <laughs> got to the airport, having a great time, ordered, got myself some of the Earl Campbell's sausage over uh-huh. there. I went over there, show. had something to eat, sitting there, having fun. My man Bob Baloo was there. He went on the trip with me, too. So we were sitting, talking, got to see Jimbo and Jamie Cotton. Uh, their daughter, Bentley, was playing. UT happened to be playing in Arizona as well. Mm. So we were on the flight together, just having a grand old time. Well, we get to the airport, they land in Phoenix, and it's, everybody's trying to hustle. Round Rock Express have a lot of people with us, too. We're trying to make sure that we're getting to where we go. And if yep. you've ever fly, flown into Sky Harbor, you have to get on a tram to go to the other side of the airport where ground transportation yeah. and your car rental mm-hmm. and all that. So we're sitting there, and as we're getting on this this tram, the doors won't shut. And they're like, what is going on? And oh, there's a lady sitting next man. to me who flies for Frontier. Oh, man. So we're sitting there, <clears throat> and we're talking and trying to figure out. And she's like, I don't know why these doors won't shut. I mean, yes. maybe somebody's obstructing. And she says it out loud, <laughs> trying to make sure everybody was out the way. Well, then over the loudspeaker, they say, there's a problem with the other tram, so we have to wait for that tram to go another direction and then it's free for us to go back. So while oh, this because is happening, they're basically they're automated. Yes. And they're probably all on the same automation Correct. to keep the timing right. Exactly. So when one, they all close at the same they time. Close wherever at the same they time. are yep. in the terminals, or yeah, okay, and you can you, go a you. different direction and all I this other you. stuff. Okay. And I was like, well, where where are you headed? She's like, well, I'm getting ready to go to this place, and and I'm trying to make sure that I make it on time. And I was like, man, they won't leave without you. She go. Psh. <laughs> yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. But that means they've done it before. The they way she said yeah, it. the way it happens. So we end up <laughs> finally moving. We get to the other station. Everything's good. Well, as we're getting ready to make another move to get on a different side, those doors shut. And so Bob's side of them, they can get off on their side. Well, I'm getting ready to be stuck with my man Andy. And so we finally jump out real quick, and then we're like, "Well, how are we gonna get to them?" The others, yeah. But exactly. we look, and there was a get like a little area where people were coming from. We're like, like "Oh, maybe we can connect over there." Okay. So we ended up getting that done. So we're we're all good. We drive. It's about a forty minute drive from the airport to Surprise, Arizona. So you're not technically in Phoenix. Mm, gotcha. You're not. You know, you yeah. got to drive. It's like from here to Colleen. You oh, know, man, what I'm so yeah, so we were driving, but it didn't feel like it because we're still talking and going through everything. Well, you check into the hotel, right? So I'm getting ready to check into the hotel. 
they they everything is paid for, but you know as well as I do, they want your credit card for incidentals. Yes, they do. They want to make sure, hey. Just in case some, something goes wrong, the fit is the shame. We don't know where to charge Exactly. We know there's some incidentals that are yep. missing. Mm-hmm. Boom, maybe some it's bottle popping you. that was happening up in there. You yeah. had a wild party. Yep. You paying for that. Exactly. Well, I sit there and I'm like, all right, yeah, here you and I start mm-hmm. patting myself down like I'm in, you know, I'm getting Everybody's arrested. had that moment. I'm like, like wait a minute. Wait. For beating yourself up? What the Wait a minute. Oh, up, no. Up. So I start going through my bag and looking for everything. Don't mm. have my wallet. Oh, man. Now, I know I have it. Nightmare. I had it. Nightmare. Because too. I bought food. Where? At in it in the airport in Austin. Okay. So I but I know I have it because I transfer, I go back through and I'm listening, I'm playing through everything and I'm going through all this stuff. And I'm like, I sat down, ate my food, talked to Bob, stood up most of the time during that time because it was a group of us, so we were all talking. So I wasn't just sitting down. So I'm like, well, it can't be there. So what I'm thinking is it was on the plane. Like it fell out of my pocket. On the plane. It fell out of in your pocket. Nine times out of ten, I have my wallet in my front pocket. I, nine times out of ten, you can if you want to pat me down, it's going to be in the front. Okay. Because that's what old, I like do. Like an old school wallet? No, no, like no. A money, money clip. clip. Okay. I had a money clip. Yeah. that's Okay, there you go. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, trying to play this through my mind. Well, here's let me back up just a little bit. So I'm not the only one that was having a tough time. So Bob is traveling. Because oh, he's no. got to go, he's covering for his right, his TV station, and so we're there. And Bob has this backpack, and it's got a camera, his little camera phone, and this new tr- contraption that he has that he can use that does everything for you, okay. where you don't have to carry the big old school, yeah, camera, yeah, through an the, airport, yeah, and all through that a, kind of stuff. He was yeah. like, "Man, this is the first time I'm gonna do this. This is gonna be so cool." And so we're talking about it, and he's like, "Yeah, this is gonna be great." Well, as we're getting ready to leave and wait for, <laughs> wait for our our car, Bob notices that he doesn't have his backpack. Oh no! Oh come on! This is true. Plane, trains, and automobiles, I mean, for real. What are y'all doing? Is that like, we shots? Even, no, we, we couldn't. Shots at the bar at the airport? We, no, we couldn't. Because <laughs> of the timing, but we did have a drink apiece on the flight. <laughs> okay. So right. we're just like, okay, so we're doing all this stuff. Well, anyway, we get to the hotel. Bob <laughs> finds it. He calls back. The security ended up having Bob's backpack. And he, cool. he said, I don't even care. I just need to make sure that this camera is in here because this is a brand new contraption. And I can't afford to, I can't afford <laughs> to do this. I ain't paying for it. Yeah. So we get there and everybody of course, you know, we get to the hotel. I'm patting myself down. Don't have anything. Oh man, that's a nightmare. And then I'm realizing not only do I not have my credit cards, I don't have my ID. ID. I don't have my money. Oh, I don't man. have anything. So it was on a Sunday, so nothing is happening, right? So I can't call my bank to cancel anything because my bank is closed. I'm looking at, I had to call my home health company and say, cancel the American Express card because I can't use that. Yeah. So I'm, but I have my phone. So I still have my Apple. Well, Uh I can't use it because I can use it just for that day and I could Venmo. Anybody in our party and say, I'm going to Venmo you X amount of dollars. Just get it to me. Give me cash. So at least I have walking around cash okay, the entire yeah, time. That's a good point. So I Venmoed my man, Chris Amadeus, the president of the Round Rock Express. Man. And I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> and he, Chris is my guy. I've known Chris for a long time. 
but he is letting me have it the entire hey, time. I, I can't blame him. <laughs> he is letting me have it. <laughs> so I'm like, the, everywhere we go that entire time, hard, you got the tap? Hard, you got the tap? <laughs> I'm like, man, leave me alone. So the next morning, I have to call my bank. to camp. I was telling them to hold off. I let them know where I was. And I was like, if any charges happen anywhere else besides Surprise Arizona, flag it. It ain't me, it yeah. ain't me cause this is where I am. And she was like, nope, we're going to shut it down right now. I'm like, I am on vacation. I have to have something because I'm going to the ballpark and I'm trying to buy gifts. I'm trying to do oh, all they that. they said that's our policy is to that's shut my, it down? Yeah, that's, that's, that's like their policy. That's our, your yeah, bank, that's my bank's policy, which okay. I appreciate. It, it makes sense, though. But it was not one of my things. I guess they can't be like later on if you decide to change your mind and right. then the bank is held liable. You're like, no, I didn't charge that. Right. And then that's a whole They're like, investigation. Mm, exactly. Yeah. So now we'll just shut it down. So I asked them, I was okay. like, hey, while I'm out here, do y'all have any sister accounts? Do y'all have any people that you partner with? They were like, no, nah, we canceled that. So we, because I'm with a credit union. They's like, gotcha. no, we cr- we we canceled mm. that because I was gonna walk across the street, open up another account, yeah, and be able to get money that way so that they can at least. Because mm-hmm. one of the people that were traveling with us, she works at a credit union, so we were having this discussion. And she, everybody's trying him, to help you. Everybody's solve. trying to help me, man. Everybody's <laughs> trying to help me. So, long story short, we go through this entire thing. Well, Mike has to fly back. From Arizona. Mm, mm, so mm. I'm sitting there and everybody's Man. trying to figure it out. So I have my passport, uh, Z- uh, Xerox copy to me. So I had a copy of That's that. That's smart. But I also had a copy of my uh, Social Security and my driver's license on my computer so I could print that out. I sent an email to myself and I printed that out. Does that work? It the did. Pr- they, t- they accept the printed out ones? It, they did f- for that because I had front and back. And I had my other identification. It, he, he, and yeah. I had my my spring training ID. Okay. So I had everything that would say, this is me. So they actually let me put that there so they can accept my luggage. Well, now I got to go through the check, not the check-in, but the security, security. check. Yeah. This is my, my, my uh, what do they call it, PSA to everyone. <laughs> If you not have not signed up for TSA pre-approval, or most importantly for me, clear, mm-hmm. where they use your ID and your, I mean your eyes, your retina and your, um, yeah, I've seen those people. fingerprints, the clear people. The, they're always like, hey, you want to sign up for clear? I'm telling you right now, sign up for take it. the time to <laughs> sign up for it because if I didn't have that, I don't know how I would have gotten back home. Yeah, because all your information is in the clear system, and they have my actual and they, fingerprints. They have everything. Yeah, they have everything and they have my there. eyes. Yeah, so I might have had a little red eyes. Yeah, but they were able to get me on my plane, make it home. So I get a phone call today. I'd send an email, filled out paperwork, did all this other stuff. No, I had no. Nobody got back to me yesterday, Monday. Nobody got back to me Tuesday. Hmm. But today, before I got ready to come to the show, after I had already went to the bank this morning, did everything, they call and tell me we have your stuff. Hey, they ain't had a cash. Oh, the, the, they on. didn't have the money clip. Who, who's who at the airport? South, Southwest like the called me okay. this morning That's and said, cool. "Mike, we, we have it. your information. I knew, we're going to send it to you today. It'll be there tomorrow." Because I was going to have to go get new uh, driver's license. I, that's the one thing that scared me the most yeah. is my identity. My identity with all my information all was information there. there. They would have been able to get that. So I have that. But when I landed yesterday, 
Got to my car because I parked it in the garage. Your boy's car didn't start in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you are good. So, You're on a hard luck streak right oh, now, man. So I had to take a man. cab, and as I was talking on the phone. Get out of here. My phone dies. Come on. I had to walk to the front desk, go to the to the thing and get a cab. Man. Cab cost me $9 million. Oh, yeah. This day, these days, Be- cabs are more expensive than Uber. Exactly. Yeah, it's hard, Because man. they... It's South by South, so they South by Southwest, oh, yeah. so they're gouging you. They're you taxing got that tax, you. baby. My man was like, would you like to go on the toll or would you like to take 35? I'm like, just get me home. I don't care. You can fly a helicopter for all I care. Just get me you to my to take crib. take the scenic route? Exactly. <laughs> like, no, go to my house. Got to my house. Had to go buy a new car battery. Had to buy a new charger for the car battery. Oh, and I went man. and bought myself something to eat last night. And I stopped by and had a daiquiri. And I also came home and did a bunch of shots. Hey, you deserve it, man. I, I was like, man, I am just going to chill and go to sleep because I am mad. I need to get this day over with. But good news is wow. my thing, my, my stuff is on the way home, and I made it back in one piece, and I'm glad to be back here. But Rangers fans, be excited. Jacob DeGrom look, looked good. Uh, Uvalde look good. Josh Josh Young look great. Simeon and Seager are doing their thing, and the outfield is going to be exciting. I'm not saying take a flyer on the Texas Rangers, but they should be competitive by in September, and we should see c- competitive baseball by the Rangers this year. All right, uh, there you go. I'm playing hard, hard knock life. Uh, it's a hard <laughs> luck life, as yeah. my the texter said right here. <laughs> oh, no question, man. I, I, everybody's had those travel experiences, and yeah, that's one of those nightmare, man. That's those nightmare situations. Nightmare. Where you, you lose your ID, but then you had. I don't know. That's a good Samaritan because they did steal the money, but at least they they they. That's the tax. They let. They exactly, taxed like, me. Hey, <laughs> that's so, the tax. So did they find the wallet? Do you know, or did somebody turn it in? I think somebody turned it in. So I wanted the person that turned it in took the money. Was like, all right, I'll yeah. do the right thing but i'm taking this damn oh cash. yeah because hey, oh yeah but by the way the call the came toll, from baby they, the call came from las vegas so somebody oh, took that to vegas and spent my money hey, so i hope they won at least you contributed to somebody's yeah, good time i hope they won they found your wallet in vegas in vegas <laughs> That's the end of that story. That is is an appropriate ending. Exactly. Uh, All right. Good stuff there. We come back. This is a uh, thought experiment that is going around uh, the TikTok world, a kind of a TikTok challenge, if you will. And we'll discuss it. It's sports related right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn. D.D. Mega Doodoo. I'm sorry. Mangoodoo. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen. Well, well, I don't get to bring the head comb. Well, congratulations. Continue good sex in, the, sex in the Big East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another edition of Off the Record. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. All right, this next uh, story, it's, not, it's kind of off the record, so it's not really a story. It comes from the TikTok world. I don't have TikTok on my phone. Uh, you have young kids, hard, so I'm sure you know more about TikTok than I do. Um, Patrick, do you have TikTok? 
No. No. Okay, so we're officially old men, all of us. But <laughs> Arj, I, I know you know about TikTok. You got kids. I do know about and TikTok. And the kids are all into TikTok. So there's a TikTok challenge going on, more of a hypothetical kind of thought experiment. It's sports related, and it's kind of going viral in the TikTok world. I think it's ludicrous, but here is the premise of the challenge, if you will. 10 yards in an NFL game. I've been having this debate with one of my buddies for a long time. He swears up and down. That the average Joe should not be able to throw 10 yards. I beg to f***. I'd be damned if I get held to single-digit passing yards. So the rules are man coverage, right? Man coverage, best man coverage corners in the game. But you also have elite route runners. Full pressure, full speed game. You've got linemen coming at you the whole time. But you have whole 15-minute quarters, four quarters to get 10 passing yards. Ain't holding me. I'm putting up at least 100. Get the f***. All right. These people are actually discussing this on in, in, in the TikTok world, too. They believe that a just an average Joe can get at least 10 passing yards in a in an NFL game, four quarters, no screen passes, no shovel passes allowed. Is Do you think this is realistic for the average Joe? No. They can get 10 yards? No. No way, right? No. They have now, no idea. No now, way. Now, now, if you want to say one trick play <laughs> – can you get me a guy open enough that I can put the ball downfield in the general vicinity and get him a pass? That and counts. If you no, throw no, 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 but one play. I think I could do it in one play if you ran one trick play. If I'm in there multiple times, my passing yards are really depleted by how many sacks I'm taking in this game. <laughs> Uh yeah, but I, I, obviously they're not getting that. Deep and how into many it. interceptions I have thrown? I, they're basically saying, can you throw? Can you get ten positive passing yards in a football game? And remember. Now, forget, don't forget that Kendall Hinton, remember, uh, did this because uh, they needed an emergency quarterback. What was that, Denver? I forgot who that was. They need that emergency oh, yeah, quarterback, yeah, right? Yeah, it was the wide, remember? Yeah, yeah. And the wide receiver played yep. quarterback. Yep. You know how many yards he threw for? Remember, you remember how many yards he threw for I that guy? it was guy? like 36, right? 13. 13. 13. He was one of nine for 13 yards, had two picks. <laughs> That's so, a great nugget. So... I my my I think hell no. There ain't no way that the average <laughs> Joe can throw for ten yards in the NFL game with pressure on them and everything like that. They got no shot. No, and I they mean they got like, no chance. I, maybe a lucky, maybe a tip pass that yeah, falls. Maybe a tip into, drill. Yeah, tip drill pass. Yeah. that's about it. But no way you're gonna put it on the money with a guy like and throw him open. That ain't happening for no, the average Joe. I think for the average Joe, they would be surprised how far behind the receiver they were throwing. Exactly, and. How blatantly long the wide receiver had to sit and stand while three <laughs> defenders came over while that zip ain't there. You're like, I like if you've ever caught a ball from somebody, like if you've caught a ball from a from a jugs machine, you're like, oh, that's faster than anyone's ever thrown me a ball because I don't play pro ball. Totally agree. And yeah. you're like, you don't know how fast those guys throw the ball. Yeah, exactly. No idea. Hard jo- might better do it. Maybe yeah, hard might. But he ain't an average Joe. Yeah, he's yeah. not an average yeah, Joe. Fam- former professional average athlete. Joe. Yeah. yeah, average Joe. That guy said Kendall Hinton was a professional, and he threw two picks. <laughs> and one for nine for 13 yards. And he practiced a little bit at it. No shot, people. Uh, you got no shot. That's yeah, I'm not dealing with that. Uh, yeah. That, that, that. Mental aspect of where there's no way they can stop me. <laughs> oh yeah, they can, bro. Exactly. And you're not gonna make it through four quarters. Exactly. The black man is you're gonna get hurt very early on in the first quarter of that match. So you got about one quarter to throw for ten yards. Yeah. This is the other part. I don't think they understand when that pressure comes. 
that it, that Kyler Murray makes it look real easy <laughs> to evade a sack, <laughs> you are going to get one step. Yes. One look. step, and the most amount of pain you felt in probably years, if not your <laughs> life, is about to hit you. And then you're going to be on the ground, and he's going to poke you in the side. Exactly. And yeah, do you get up from the first hit? When you get sacked the first time, do you even get up when you go, Oh, my whole left side hurts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I tell. Well, okay. I, first of all, I don't get up till the play's over because I gotta wait till they run the ball back for a touchdown. When he hits me. <laughs> no, I don't want to help you. I don't want to get like blocked that. again. Oh man, I love TikTok. That's great. They're having that types of discussions on TikTok. I need to get a TikTok. Yeah. Account, <laughs> hey, by the way, <laughs> if you great. ask me if can I do a TikTok dance, also no. <laughs> <laughs> also no. The likelihood. What's more likely, you doing a viral TikTok challenge or? Or you throw it for 10 yards in an NFL football game? Which one would happen? I think you could do the viral TikTok challenge. Yeah. I think the, tic- the viral TikTok, because I'm sure there's one that involves less movement. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll tell actually. you this, though. I bet I could drink any of them kids under the table. <laughs> <laughs> Good, because those kids should be drinking. All right, we'll come yeah. right back. We'll get into uh, Cowboys uh, and Texans free agency frenzy. It officially started. What's Aaron Rodgers going to do? He did speak to Pat McAfee. What did he say? We'll discuss it all right here on Ball Don't Lie, 104.9 The Horn.